Okay, got it. Ready? <clears throat> You're listening to Paul Elmore. Paul Elmore. <laughs> As I sit in my counseling practice, as I kind of work through um, hearing both sides, I hear uh, adults come in and talk about their experience with their parents, and I also work with adolescents Mm -hmm. who come in and talk to me about their parents, which I get to sit with at the same time. Um, Common themes come out over and over and over again. Um, And it's almost going to be a little counterintuitive. But what I would like parents to understand is how to give their kids more freedom, how to give them more choices, because if they can give them more choices, um, they are creating an environment in the home where they are are, um, having a chance to stretch their wings, to try out things where it's safe, where the cost isn't as high. Um, And if you can create an environment where it's okay to fail, where it's okay to try, where it's okay to... um, experiment around appropriately um, your kids become a lot more um, adapted a lot more prepared for real life and when you can do that um, kids are happier parents are happier conflict reduces um, you create connection love intimacy closeness genuineness it's not fake kids actually want to be home they like they like their parents parents like their kids and it creates a um, relationship that's sustainable um, a lot longer. Instead of kids growing up and saying, I can't wait to get out of the house. I am just, I'm, I'm ready to get out of the house. Um, I want my kids to go, really? I got to leave? That's a bummer. And I have to kick them out, you know, because you know, I want the space for, for my den. I want to be able to put an office in the building, in, in the house, and you know, use their room for something worthwhile now. Um, but so many kids are going, I just can't wait to get out of here because my parents don't understand me. My parents don't hear me. My parents don't know me. Um, so I want, I want parents to understand how to offer that to their children in a way that they're going to enhance the relationship, build the relationship and make it even, um, stronger. Now, I think one of the precursors of being able to do that, one of the, um, necessary things that, um, would probably be the dual message I would talk about is if a parent doesn't understand themselves, if they don't understand why they do what they do, um, it's difficult to understand someone else like your child. Why is that? When I was growing up, the message that I learned, the number one message I learned growing up was never inconvenience anybody, okay? Especially my dad, okay? And I was never sat down and said, now, Paul, here's the lesson of the family. Our family's rule is never inconvenience anybody. No one ever taught me that, you know, overtly. But I got the message loud and clear because I watched my dad never want to inconvenience anybody. I watched the way he related to the world. I watched his story, his stuff um, taught me through modeling, through experience. And that influenced how I viewed the world and it influenced how I, the choices I made as an adult. Um, It got so bad that when my wife was seven months pregnant, we had to move out of our two-story house that we were renting. And so I called up um, my friend Bill and said, Bill, can you come help us move? 
and I rented the big moving truck and I and I got ready on Saturday morning and Bill shows up and it's me Bill and my seven-month pregnant wife ready to move a two-story house and Bill says where's everybody else and I said it's just the three of us and he goes how come and it was hard to admit but I, I had to tell him I couldn't call anybody else because you know they're all busy now I never asked them I don't know if they're busy or not but I didn't want to inconvenience anybody else so I'm gonna make my seven-month pregnant wife move <laughs> all these boxes how offensive is that so Bill he looks at me with this exasperated look and says Paul come on he jumps on the phone half an hour he has five guys there because he doesn't have that story he doesn't have those pieces about him um, and later on about two weeks later after we got moved I had to call Bill back up and I had to have a very hard conversation with him Bill did you know that I'm afraid to ask you to do stuff because I'm always afraid I'm inconveniencing you and if I inconvenience you you're not gonna like me you're not gonna want me you're not gonna you're not gonna want to be my friend anymore it's gonna be a deal breaker and I gotta know is it true if I ask to ask you to help me will you still like me and he looks at me again exasperatedly apparently he does that a lot and and says yeah we're okay and so I had to make a conscious effort how to start challenging that belief about myself now if I didn't catch that now as an adult and I have four kids at home and if I continued that theme on what are my children gonna learn what are they gonna learn about how they relate to the world what kind of pressure am I gonna put on them because that's still part of my story I can I can remember instances of us being in a certain place and them needing something you know they need a little bit of extra attention or they're noisy in church or something like that and that instant message I have in my heart is don't inconvenience anybody else so I'm putting all this pressure on them you know Shh, be quiet don't ask don't move don't do all these things and now I'm not letting them be kids I'm not letting them be who they naturally are and their needs what they need is not inappropriate it's not wrong it's not bad in any way but if my story if I'm not aware of the things that have shaped the way I view the world it, it affects how the pressure I put on them and the freedom that I have and I don't want I don't want to let them miss out on an opportunity that should naturally be theirs because of my story the better I know myself, the better I am going to be able to understand my kids. There's lots of parenting classes out there. There really is. And they're, they're good. They're good, good stuff. You know, we need to spend more time with our kids. We need to understand how to discipline them. We need to understand how to um, shape their spiritual development. And all of those are good. Some of them are better than others. But find the good ones and, and go to those. I, I don't want to stop you from any of those. But I find myself always asking the question, why? Why is it so hard to spend time with your kids when they might need it? So if you have the dad who is working an awful lot and he's working, you know, extra hours and, and financially they're doing okay, but he needs to do it to make himself feel good about himself. That's his story. And it's costing his kids something because if he's, you know, doing all this extra work and and not spending time with his kids and he's missing out on his kids growing up and we've heard that story in parenting classes all the time i don't want to just sit here and say go spend more time with your kids i think that message has been said an awful lot instead i want 
parents, fathers, moms to understand why do I have a hard time spending time with my kids? There's something about your story that makes it either hard or there's a reason why you aren't doing that. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you'd like more information, please visit paulelmore.com.